Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. Uh, hope y'all are having... Which didn't a- start well, actually. <laughs> yeah, it didn't start well. Um, in the words of Good Mythical Morning, we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a lot we have to go to. So let's, let's usher in New Year, New Season, with our usual role intro. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Hamza, also known as Deku15, and I'm here with... Diraj, welcome to Season 3, Year 2 of the HD Podcast. We've been as doing this as... shit for two years and I'm still not bought, and, and neither of us are done with each other yet. How as long, long as, more? As long as it doesn't end up like Flash Season 3 finale. <laughs> Maybe not. So yeah, I uh, hope y'all are having a great Monday or whenever you guys are listening to this. Um, before that... We have yeah, Friday for them. It could be a Sunday for them. Yeah. You may never know. <laughs> it could be yesterday for them. It could be last year. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Who it's knows? A time, it's a time chabra. It's a time chabra. Now, are we all just live in the Tenet universe where time moves backwards for them? Oh, no. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. All right. So, yeah. A lot of things happened this year. But before that, we want to talk about our best and worst favorite movies and TV shows from the last year. We did something similar yes. for 2019, but I kind of forgot the format of how we did it. I think we just listed down like every single movie and TV show release, and then we were just like, oh, yeah, that was cool. That was something. Uh, something. More like uh, popular ones that got uh, attention. More or less, more or less. But but this time, let's let's try doing like a top five, bottom five kind of thing. So it's like top, top five best, mm-hmm. top five worst. Ready? And we're just, uh, let's, okay, then. let's go, let's go like, um, you know, just take turns with it. Ready? So what do you want to go first? Top five or bottom five? Mm, I think we should, I guess we could start with top five. Top five. Actually, I'm, I'm curious. Has there been a lot of movie releases this year? I doubt so. Um, well, the ones that caught my eyes were like Tenant. Wait, Tenant was 2020, right? Yes, yes, it was. Tenant, uh, what else? Um, Bad Boys for Life, I think. Okay, okay. There's a uh, lot of interesting movies that released 2020. Oh, yeah, there was The Invisible Man as well. Ah, all right. Um, Greenland, which is like some uh, end of the world kind of movie. Um, mm. All right. What else was there? Uh, um, oh, yeah, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Oh, yes, that was good as well. All right. It was so, a very chaotic movie. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. So, yeah, right. this is our top three. Do you want to go top five or top three? Mm, I think top because there's not a I lot of top... movies that released this year, right? Uh, yeah, last year, I think top three will be easier. Top three, bottom three. All right, let's go. Top three. Do you want to go first? Hmm. What would you put at number three? I asked you to go first, Hamza. Don't okay, direct the question back to me. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Um, <laughs> let's see. If it's number three, uh, hmm, that's tough. Um. Oh wait, um, there was oh yeah, there was also one more movie for twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the one with Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, that one. I must get your fat butt out of my way. Ah yes, we're again being bothered by cats. All right. So mm, do I have not seen the Bloodshot movie though? So that's your so that's your third choice or something. Hmm. Yeah. TV shows are included as well, I think, right? Yeah, let's just include TV shows. Mm. I think number three, I will put Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. All right, cool. That's that, that was a very good movie. You and I, we watched it together, actually. 
Um, so what? It, why is that your number three? Mm, I mean, it was a decent movie. It was a decent mm-hmm. like, comic movie, but I I feel like mm, it could have been better. Um, like how to say, um, choreography wise and and uh, like story driven story driven wise, I guess mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end, like the second half of the movie. Yeah, in a way. I think we talked about it in our um our review about the movie. Honestly, we need to do more reviews this year as well. Um, but something that do, I mean, we could do a review of Wonder Woman eighty four. Eighty four, and also Soul when that comes out on Disney Plus. Uh, wait, when, actually, wait, wait, Wonder Woman eighty four came out last year, right? It's, yeah, Wonder Woman eighty four came out last year, and I think it's still in theaters now. Shit. Uh, yeah, sure. we're we're running out of time, dude. <laughs> If we if we if we watched it, I guess we could have put it at number one. I guess, maybe maybe yeah. Um, Soul, I haven't watched it yet. I'm I'm kind of waiting for Soul to come out maybe, on Disney wait, Plus. Maybe not exactly number one. It could be number two. Maybe maybe. With, All right. Uh, with Tenant in first place. Uh, about maybe that. maybe either Tenant or. This anime movie, a friend of mine recommended a lot called yeah. Whisker Away. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, because of the fact that like both you and I have, both Hamza and I have both watched very different movies over the last year, um, our lists are going to be very different. Please feel free mm-hmm. to share your lists in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Yes, please do. Yeah. Our YouTube channel is HD Shenanigans, by the way. Wink. <laughs> Shameless plugins. <laughs> hey, it's our, it's our podcast. We got to plug whatever shit we want, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so your third choice is Birds of Prey, right? Yeah, that that was a very good movie as well. Like I think we talked about it in our review. It just felt a lot like Deadpool. Um, like they they tried to copy a lot of like Deadpool's. Uh, what made that movie work? Like also, the cursing, the violence, and so on. Yeah, but it also somewhat didn't work at the same time, I guess. Uh, in a way, I think it did like i i feel like it did um you and mcgregor's black mask was something very mm. different as well like you always see that. black yeah <laughs> you always see black mask as this like very like uh cold calculating thing but it's very fun to just see uh ewan's version of black mask like mm. i initially complained about it but then like just looking back at it now it's it was unique for the character that's all it's just a very unique do you, wait do you remember it. that uh robots movie um the one the old one with Robin Williams is the red robot. I think so, yeah. What about it? Uh, Ewan McGregor voiced the main character in that uh, movie. Really? Huh. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, has Ewan think... McGregor actually done a lot of, like, any other animated movies? I feel like he has. I'm not quite sure. But um, I do know he... Um, I'm not sure. Um, I do know the... What's that called? Okay. Uh, what's his name? I forgot the name. Ah, right. Uh, Michael J. Fox, right? Remember uh, the Atlantis movie? Wait, what? Michael J. Fox? Oh, the Atlantis movie. That oh my god, that's a very old Disney movie. Like no one, no one, like that no one remembered. I remember. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but like it, it's severely underrated. That that's what I mean. Because a lot of people really like it, but at the same time, Disney doesn't doesn't really want to talk about it. Why? I have no idea. All right, I'm um, I'm looking through the um, Ewan McGregor's J. filmography. <laughs> So, no, um, uh, Michael J. Fox was uh, the main character of the Atlantis movie. Oh, uh, yeah, he did. He did. All right. So I, I'm just looking through. He didn't do any more animated voices, huh? 
Oh, he did. He did Beauty and the Beast. Oh, as who? He did Beauty and the Beast as Lumiere. What? He did. Yeah. Huh. More you know. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, he also did Christopher Robin. Oh yeah, right. In the, oh yeah, he did. He did do Christopher Robin, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait. Oh wait. Um, two years ago, he played um Danny Torrance from Doctor Sleep from The Shining. Correct. Yeah, he 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 played Dan Torrance as well. Right. Right. Shit. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be doing cricket. Jiminy Cricket from the two th- from the twenty twenty one Pinocchio coming up. Oh, Jiminy. Cricket. Wait, is this um? This is not going to be Disney. No, it's not Disney. It's written and directed by Gilmoro del Toro, who oh. also did... I feel like I, I've heard that name before, Gilmoro del Toro. You definitely did. Yeah. Oh, he did Shape of Water. Oh. Oh. That movie. The, the fish fucking movie. Oh, he also did Hellboy Pacific Rim, the Hobbit Wait. film series? Wait, the old Hellboy or the new one? The, the old, the 2004 Hellboy. Oh, good, good, good. Mm. He also produced slash wrote the Hobbit film series. Huh. Huh. He... I have one, I have one uh, critique from one of my friends uh, regarding the Hobbit movie, actually. Mm. I mean, we all have our critiques with the Hobbit movie, but hey, they, they sold well this, and they this, made... Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. But this is from a friend of mine who said that um, the book, the book of about the Hobbit, right? It was only one book, right? She mm-hmm. she didn't understand how it expanded to three movies. She didn't understand how it expanded. Honestly, three, three I did I, I I didn't as well because I have I have the book with me and I just didn't understand how they stretch like a five page battle to an hour. That was that was very interesting to me. Like they, yeah. they stretched out like a book. Like Lord of the Rings, it you can understand because that was like a thousand plus pages. So you can understand yeah. why you can make a trilogy. With this one, it's like I think a fraction of the Lord of the Rings. It's like less you can finish this in like less than two hundred pages. So I'm really? not sure how they managed to stretch it out to like a seven plus hour trilogy. Hmm. But hey, it it worked for them, so why not? That's true. And then there's Benedict Cumberbatch as Smog. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, Benedict Cumberbatch for Smog? Yes, he even did like yeah. the motion capture. Oh my god, that's awesome. That is like, really cool. he's like like on this like uh motion capture stage just like his on his hands and knees just going like damn like a dragon movement like that and even doing facial expressions like one that is very interesting benedict is a much bigger is a much more talented actor than any of us have uh, imagined but sadly he lost i lost all respect for benedict after he voiced he did the voice for illuminations the grinch hey he voiced the grinch he voiced the Grinch in Illuminations, the Grinch. Yeah. I thought, I thought it'd be Jim Carrey. Nope, it's uh, it's Bandit Cumberbatch. I oh. kid you not. Huh. Uh, it's on Netflix, by the way, if you guys want to check it out. Like people who live in Singapore. And he also he also portrayed the character Khan from the Star Trek reboot movies. Nice. All right. Okay. So moving on. May I? Can I? Can I say my third uh favorite? Like my third best movie uh, movie slash TV show. Before that, can I say something? So what? Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Save it for num like uh, right before you say number two. Ah, uh, sorry, right right yeah. before you say number one. Okay, got it. All right. So my number third, uh, movies and TV shows. I feel like it would have to be. Hmm. Well, there's not a lot I can choose from. Does the Hamilton Pro Shot count? No, it doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> no, it does not. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um. Hmm. Damn. I would ha- I I think I would have to say the Owl House. 
yeah, Yellow that would House. have to be my third. I thought it was favorite. a TV show. Yeah, it is. Well, we said movies and TV shows, but uh, oh, that's true. <laughs> I thought. Oh, I thought um, like movies and one one top three and TV shows and one top three. Oh, oh, do you actually want to do that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's just do that. All right. So for my movies, okay, sure. For movies, I would have to go number three. Did Spider Man Far From Home release this year? No, it wasn't. It was last year. Uh, it was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My bad. Like late twenty nineteen, like around December, I think. Yeah, Marvel released nothing in twenty twenty. Um, they tried to release, but then because of no, yeah, no, Black Widow was supposed to come out in Mar- uh, May, and then it came out in no- and then it got pushed to December, and now it's pushed to May again. So next uh, this year, right? May twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just very adamant about releasing it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they want, they're they want the box office money, man. They are, not only that. I feel like they also want to do something else with like the films. For like for some reason, they could they could have just like uh, stuck it on Disney Plus instead. But considering the fact that they're not, they have some. It's it's suspect. <laughs> something interesting is coming up. Anyway, um, my third favorite movie would have to be Tenet. For me, it'll have to be Tenet. And why is that? Okay, Tenet is very nice. Uh, it, it, it was, it, it's a very interestingly directed film. Something I would recommend to anyone. Um, it would have been higher on the list, but then again, we don't have much of a... Wait, sorry, sorry, no, not Tenet. Fuck, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. My bad, my bad, my bad. Tenet would have to be number two, sorry. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog will be number three for me. Oh yeah, wait, I thought, wait. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog was released February 2020, brother. Oh right! Yeah, right, we right. all forgot that right. released, huh? <laughs> but I watched it with you, it like at my at my place. Yeah, I I I I rented a copy and we just both watched it together. Um, but anyway, it was a great movie though it was a great. Yeah, it was a it's good. it's a decent kids movie, and mm-hmm. this is also why um, you know, we don't have much of a choice when it comes to what is the best uh, movie slash TV show for like you know last year. But for something that released in theatrical, I would have to say. Um, Will be your Sonic the Hedgehog. One? I'm not gonna say yet. <laughs> okay, I got it. All right. So yeah, that will be it. Um, all right. Um, wait, what was my third place one again? Your um, third place one was Birds of Prey, buddy. Right. Um. Then I think my second place would be uh, what's that? Hmm. I completely forgot Sonic was a thing. <laughs> Sonic released last year. Hmm. My second place. Oh, actually, yeah, maybe Tenant will be in second. Wait, the Devil of All Time. All Devil time. all the time. Yes. Ooh, that released on Netflix, huh? Okay. How so? I've never watched that. I've only watched a bit of it. Uh, I huh. forgot. I forgot a lot. Yeah. I forgot a lot about the plot, but it was kind of a decent movie, and like you could see like the acting range of like. Not only like both Tom Holland, but also Robert Pattinson as well. Robert Pattinson yeah. was also in Devil all the time. Yeah, he was the <laughs> he was the perverted pastor. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, so keep it's going. um basically right. Um, Tom Holland is like um portraying this character where he's like uh where he's like a simple guy just um in town Mississippi in the fifties and all and. There he like, but ever since his sister like um uh, died like that, and he wanted to find the cause, he uncovered a lot of like, I would say, 
dark truths about the people he knew in mm-hmm. his town and all and what yeah. dark secrets they could like and or like how they're like criminals behind a mask like that okay okay and that's so, the devil all the time all right devil all the time all right so that that's your second right mm. okay my second would have to be tenet okay all right why tenet because it is an amazing movie and one of the best from christopher nolan i haven't seen much of nolan's films this was like i think the first for me after the dark knight i guess yeah mm. Um, because I Dark mean, Knight, okay, I mean, Dark Knight. To be honest, the Dark I trilogy. yeah, he did direct the Dark Knight trilogy. But for me, I slept during the like the Dark Knight movie because I wasn't that big of a fan as I as I am now about like you know mm-hmm. DC and Marvel and shit. And furthermore, as a kid, uh, Nolan's style was very boring, I guess, for a kid. True. I mean, for the Dark Knight, I kind of got scared about of the Joker. Well, that's the point. Heath Ledger was an excellent actor. Mm, Rest in yeah. peace. And was it? But here's the thing. But here's the thing about Dark Knight Rises, right? When I was in theater, when I was in theaters with my family. I kind of fell asleep. <laughs> Same. So like yeah. After the first twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then. <laughs> I I've watched it like when it was on theaters, but I don't remember remember anything because again, Dark Knight was released in two thousand eight, meaning I was seven. Six or seven at the time. Hmm. Mm. So. Yeah, six or seven. So yeah, Tenet for me, it's one of, it's it's a very unique and interesting sci-fi concept, and it really rewards rewatching. It really does reward like you rewatching mm. the movie. Yeah, and, you see the small details and all. Yeah, very small details to, to the extent that like I wa- when I was with you, I watched it. I was it was my second watch watch mm. through, and I couldn't help myself from like noticing small details and pointing some of them out to you when we were watching mm. it as well. To the extent that I think that I had no idea. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was... I mean, Tenet is, in a, is a very good movie. I would highly recommend it. Um, I guess it's on streaming now, so you can easily rent it from wherever you stream your movies, like Google Play mm. or HBO Max or something. I don't know. And I guess the one thing I like about Tenet is because of the time travel thing. Like, mm. So I could like piece together like the timeline. In a way, in a way, in a way, yeah. And and yeah, it's it it's just a fun time for everyone. Uh, my only criticism, I guess, is the sound mixing, um, because the music's just way too loud most of the time. Yeah, to the to the point that you cannot hear the dialogue in theaters. Yeah, yeah, which is why I feel like a lot of people they who are deaf just... slash, a lot of people who are deaf slash hard of hearing would not enjoy this movie at all without the subtitles. And even for normal people who you know you know even for people with normal hearing, they will need the subtitles to understand like, you know, the nuances of the dialogue and not whatever. But sadly here in Singapore we have Chinese subtitles. <laughs> well, not exactly for like, you know, if you want to get the movie right now, like rent from Google Play or like stream on his HBO Max or I don't know I don't know where they're streaming it on. Um but yeah I think if they're, streaming, be- if they're streaming it or like having it on or like selling it through cds or something mm-hmm. then maybe i think they could lower down the uh, background music and all yeah in a way in a way so yeah that's that's gonna be it all right so let's go for our honorable mentions hamza honorable mentions uh, Cor- uh korea zombie movie hashtag alive hashtag alive huh okay rapid fire let's go um, okay. Uh, 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 Bloodshot. Uh, though I have not seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, shit. What's it? 
um wait was uh wait was don't wait what was the don't speak movie again um quiet place a, a quiet uh a quiet wait was a quiet place to release this last year uh it's coming out march 2021 this year wait the second one the second one was yeah, it the second one was it's coming out march Oh, oops, not bad. I thought it was yeah, already it was, released. It was supposed to be released like uh, last year, but then they pushed it to March 2021. Um, what would be my next honorable mention? Um, extraction. Ext- oh, wait, that's that's the uh, Chris Hemsworth action film, right? Directed mm-hmm. by, I don't know, I think it was. Who's the director? For- oh, yeah, it's okay. I think I remember that. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> Same. But I but I do know Chris Hemsworth is the title character for that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else, dude? There's really not a lot of like. There's very slim pickings for movies this year. Ah, uh, like Whisker Away. Ah, Ooh. that one. Okay, excuse you. All right. Me. So for me, I have no honorable mentions because I haven't watched much movies. I've been very gravit. I've been gravitating a lot towards TV shows. Furthermore, mm. I have a few uh bad movies which I have seen a lot of. That's right. true. Should we get to the, wait. Shall we get to the first uh, number one movie before we get to the let's go bad ones? Num- yeah, sure. Number one. What is it? You first. <laughs> My number one. Yes. Okay. Prom. Prom. What's that? Prom is a romant. It's a romantic comedy on Netflix. Um, it. I think it was released like November twenty twenty, so it still counts. Um, <laughs> so. The yeah, movie, true. the basic movie of that is like a, a bunch of theater geeks. They they realize that you know they need money, like they need some good thing, like a good deed for like a community service kind of thing. So they help mm-hmm. out this girl who wants to celebrate prom with her girlfriend in a very conservative school. Mm-hmm. It's very I I love the themes that it focuses on, and it's a musical, and everyone is very uh-huh. talented. Like it's it it's it, it's one of those like very talented people like joining a thing and it's also a lot of the cast are lgbt themselves so you understand where they're coming from Mm, okay it was it's very well casted the the cinematography and choreography is beautiful uh the message is also very nice uh very lgbt friendly as well and you will get Mm, invested in it very nice very very nice is it is it on the same level of hamilton in terms of like non-stop songs no there is there are talky bits so don't worry about that. But so for, is it kind of like what high school musical a bit or something? In a bit, yeah, in a way, but yeah, slightly more for the older audiences. Mm, okay. Okay. So yeah, that's gonna be it. Um, so for that, that is gonna be my number one. Go watch prom. It's amazing. Mm. I mean, uh, oh, uh my number one would be uh I mean, I said it before just now. Um, I mean, my third place one would be the Birds of Prey, right? And then Birds of Prey. second, second place, one is Tenet, right? No, no, second oh, one was second, Devil... my second place. My second. Oh, that's your second place. Yeah. My second place was Devil All the Time. And your first place is Tenet. Tenet. All right. Why do you think it deserves first place? Um, I guess probably because of like um, I don't know. Um, I guess the way it's like. The story was direct. I guess I'm not sure. I like it because of the time travel concept mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how it, like it it mixes with like also with like a spy kind of setting as well. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's your is it anything else? Mm, 
Yes, well, I also use like the choreography and also the use on how they use like uh, background elements into each definitely. movement, definitely. into each action made. Mm -hmm. it, everything is very practical for Tenet as well. So mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, it is Christopher Nolan. He focuses all. He focuses a lot on practical stuff. Yeah, he, he, I I think for him like every single talk with his uh, VFX artist is gonna be like, so do we so do we do effects for this? No, let's just blow up a building. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he kind of, I mean, he kind of did that for like the hospital. Or oh that. yeah, that that was one of my favorite scenes. Because from they any they only had one sh they only had one shot, and, and the button fled. didn't work, so he improv like the button not working. Mm. So yeah, those are our top three movies. Before we get to the bottom three, I would like to call for a break. I have to pee so bad. <laughs> Brb. Welcome back. If I was smart enough in the edit, I would have put in a promo or something. Something like this podcast was sponsored by a dog. <laughs> I don't know. If, I mean, if this video was sponsored, we, I thought I it though. <laughs> nah, but maybe we can just make up our own sponsors just to, just to fuck with the audience. This video was sponsored by Xenon Gaming on Twitch. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, imagine. Imagine, though. Oh, goodness. Yes, this video is sponsored by uh, dog. Dogs, like, I don't know, dog glue. Dog Do turn your dogs into glue. Dog Incorporated. Doggo Incorporated. Yes, maybe. All right. So let's go to our top, uh, sorry, bottom three movies. Mm. Start, would you like me to start? Yes, you start. I have a list in mind. All right, let's go. So for number three, 365 Days on Netflix. What's that? 365 Days on Netflix. It is a erotic romance movie made in Poland, I think. Hmm. It's a Polish, yeah, it's it's a Polish uh, erotic romance movie. Why do I hate yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Why? Okay, why do I hate it? Because people compare it to Fifty Shades of Grey, but the, but the thing is... It only has one thing to offer better than Fifty Shades of Grey. Much What's more dare, uh, wherein their sex scenes are much more intense. They're much more daring with their thing. Mm. That's the only thing that you have to offer with um, 365 Days. Other than that, it's, there is nothing worth watching with 365 Days. It, I feel like in trying to appeal to a female fantasy of some sort, you like the directors completely misunderstood what uh, ladies want and I'm gonna and, and I'm not gonna sit here with like my fedora and reddit neck beard and whatnot and just say hey I know what ladies want no it, it's just, just it's put really... on a fedora just like mechape <laughs> mechape <laughs> what happened there I dropped my phone I dropped my phone anyway but yeah uh, <laughs> but I don't know it's just it's just very uncomfortable to watch and I tried to sit through the whole movie eh it was kind of interesting even though the only thing which I was even though the only thing which caught my attention entirely was just trying to get a peek of a dick, I kid you not. I mean, what? I mean, what else is there? They showcase female nudity a lot. That I'm like, please give me dick. Oh no! And then I, I and then when there's finally like a little bit scene, I'll I'll, I'll just get up like the the Leo the Leo DiCaprio meme, just pointing like, hey, there's a dick. Oh, no. But yeah, that okay. Anyway, yeah, that's my third most uh dislike. That that's my third worst in my opinion. Uh, I haven't watched um, a lot of movies again, I guess, so. I guess my third worst would be for me. I think it would be. Doolittle. 
Doolittle. Oh my god, Doolittle is such a disappointment. That deserves to be high on the list for me. Yeah. But yeah, they had uh, so much of star power. Going to have a number one worst one, which I'm pretty sure will be most expected. Maybe, maybe we'll just see what it is. Because for me, I have two movies tied in first place, but I but someone something has to go for the close second. But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, like from like Avengers Endgame to Doolittle, I guess it was like a bad transition for Brabagan. Yeah, and that's why he switched to YouTube entirely. He he's doing a YouTube original, I think, something to do with AI. AI. AI and robotics. I'm not sure. He's literally becoming Tony Stark. <laughs> In a way, yeah. Oh, like speaking I... of RDJ, speaking of RDJ, um, the, I'm gonna put a little spoiler about right, right, right here. Um, in Mandalorian season two, right, um, somewhere around the Jedi episode, um, there was a name dropped of a character from Star Wars Rebels and uh, from the Star Wars books mm-hmm. named Grand Admiral Thrawn. Why have I really heard good... that name before? He's a really good uh, villain um, uh, for, for Star Wars uh, Rebels. And mm-hmm. if I'm not wrong, he was voiced by Lars Mikkelsen. Oh, okay. Lars Mikkelsen. Who betrayed one of the wizards from The Witcher. Interesting, interesting. All right. So, yeah, that uh, is... And, okay, so I'm not done yet. Sorry. No, sorry, 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 sorry. Keep going, okay. keep going. Um, so, and there's talks by John Favreau. Um, that for RDJ to portray the villain Grand Admiral Thrawn, mm-hmm. and which is a really interesting idea, especially from his part. Though I was expecting for like Lars Mikkelsen to play Grand Admiral Thrawn since he's voiced the character mm-hmm. and he can look the character, but RDJ as Lars Mikkelsen uh, as um, Grand Admiral Thrawn would be interesting in a way, yeah, because we've seen. RDJ play a lot of hero roles, especially with Iron Man and Sherlock Holmes. Mm. So it'll be interesting on what his take would be as a, a supervillain. Okay. So anyway, back to Doolittle. Right. Uh, that was a little bit of a disappointment, really. And yeah, it just I guess maybe it didn't work well with his setting. I guess, mm-hmm. especially with Victorian London. <laughs> Huh, I guess so. All right. So I mean, if I mean, it could work for like I don't know, um, the Golden Compass movie. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it would have worked. Like, but we're not doing Golden Compass here, <laughs> sadly. That'll be for the that'll be for the TV shows. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you actually know about the His Dark Materials TV show? Yes. Ah, okay, okay. I learned about it from VFX artist reacts. Ah, my sister has been really into it because Lin Manuel Miranda is an is an actor in there. Oh, really? Yeah, he's acting in the show. He his character recently died. Sorry. <laughs> oh. But yeah, uh, that's that's how my sister knew about his dark materials, and apparently it's it's doing very ah. well. Okay. Okay. It's third and final season. It's coming out next year or something. Well, twenty twenty two because it's they're they're there wrapping their second season. I think they already wrapped their second season. I could binge watch it. Maybe, maybe. It's 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 worth it. All right. Wanna, so wanna go a marathon on it? <laughs> sure. All right. So our second one. This is a close with the first one, I guess. Uh Mulan Mulan 2020. Oh no. Hmm. Yeah, no. I, I could have easily switched out the number two spot with the number one spot, but just know it's a very close second. Mulan 2020. Mm. 
I right. am very affa- I'm very insulted by the way that the movie came out. It did it, it stripped the it stripped the original of all the soul, all the charm, and all the nuances of what made the original so good. Oh, it now had, that all of China knows where you are. <laughs> yeah. The, well, yeah. Even I, have, that I, have, I, have a, I have a joke in mind. I have a joke in mind. Mm-hmm. When Mulan. Uh, when Mulan's actor like reveals to support police brutality, now all of China, oh, China knows you're here. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. So, okay. But considering, okay, even just putting aside the controversies, there are a lot of controversies about this movie. Mm. The fact that it was shot near a Uyghur concentration camp, the fact that the lead actor supports police brutality, on and on and on. Oh, like, oh, and also the, the fact Where, that it was it was the main actor. It was the main actor. Yeah, What's the lead name? actor Lee from Fei. Mulan. Li Fei was it? Li Fei, I think. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, and to the fact that Disney themselves, they si- like they made sure China approved whatever the movie had, so it felt very safe to China and didn't show, didn't really show much of China in a bad light. So mm. you know that there's a bit of politics in there as well. That's true. I mean, All right. When it comes to, I mean, if when it comes to like movies or TV shows, if if politics is forced into it, it's very recognizable. It comes, yeah, it comes across as very disingenuous and gross because if you want to make something artistic go for it why do you have to ask permission from like an external government or something if anything you need permission from an external government say you want to shoot some scenes there or something not necessarily Me? with like hey is this final draft okay mm. yeah that's true and, okay mean, but considering yeah, okay let's look at the movie guess, for what it is i guess hmm? i guess that could be said for i guess that could be said the same for like Japan's traffic laws as well, especially with like um coverage of TV shows. Uh, like I would say, um, when they try to film like motorcycle scenes, right? They cannot mm-hmm. do it as much as they couldn't do it as much as like back in like early two thousand to like twenty twelve, like that, mm-hmm. because uh Japan's traffic laws uh, do not allow like custom motorcycles onto the road, mm-hmm. so they had to ask permissions from like traffic officers to do this. Uh, to film the scenes, which is kind of stupid a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So because that uh, Kamerjo lacks like a lot of like motorcycle scenes, like because yeah. is like, most because is most famous for like their motorcycle scenes, and so mm-hmm. I guess so. I guess it like um, removes like the, the feeling of like Kamerjo's riding to the uh, riding into the rescue like that. Mm. So yeah, back to Milan. Like just talk about it as its merits as a film. Mm. It's it's poorly acted. The story is boring. The editing feels very Catwoman 2004. Have you seen what that is? 2004? Uh, 2004's Catwoman movie. The one of Halle Berry? Yep, the Halle Berry one. Uh, it's I... that level editing, but worse because it's coming from Disney. Oh, no. All right. So, and, and also for the, okay, what I mean to say is it's very hyper edited. And hyper shot. I've seen a few scenes of it, and I and I and I'm thinking of I'm thinking of just getting very drunk and watching the movie. Why? Because I don't because I don't think I can handle the movie sober, dude. Interesting reasoning. Yeah, but yeah, um, I feel I feel like I'm 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 gonna get way too angry with the movie to like enjoy like to like actually sit through the movie for what it is. So might as well get drunk, numb the senses, and then watch the movie. So I can't get angry for shit. <laughs> I mean that that that's just my logic, I guess. But anyway, yeah, Mulan is my second worst movie. What is your second worst? Mm. My second worst. Mm-hmm. 
I guess I want to. I'm not sure whether I could put this at my second place. I was thinking Mulan, but then I was thinking it to be my honorable mentions actually. Ah, so what is the second? Mm, the Invisible Man. What happened with that? Um, like I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. Like, like um, I guess I mean good as a psychological thriller, but the the um, concept of it is like. I guess a little bit cliche. I'm not sure. This is like, like I don't know. It's just I don't know. Just I don't know. Just like I didn't feel the vibe left. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like it's just like a simple concept. Like, uh, turn like a little bit. Um, I guess. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to say. It. I'm not sure whether I want to put like, well, actually, maybe not Invisible Man. Um, Holly Date. Ah, Holly Date. Date. Uh, Holly Date. It, like it just like didn't interest me. Like it's like just like like a simple, like seems like a romance comedy from the nineties or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Invisible Man just like um, like trying to like one up kevin bacon or something <laughs> i guess all right okay and what are our honorable mentions uh, i have no honorable mention so it's my all honorable men- my honorable mention of obviously it's the mulan movie uh and uh what's up um yeah i guess that's pretty much it for my honorable mention really. all right and i, because and I number, feel because my number, my number one worst movie of 2020 right I feel like yeah. I think both of us are gonna say the same thing. Wait, Cutie. let's just go say, it. "Fuck you." <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna do something like I was gonna do a dramatic like, "All right, let's say it in one, two, three. Yeah, it's cuties, it's cuties." My, you think what? I'm just gonna be like, you think I'm just gonna be? Do you think I'm just gonna wait? <laughs> nah, <laughs> boy, no. I'm right. gonna be last techno blade. Welcome home, TCS. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, our number one worst movie of 2020 was Cuties. I understand that the director like, wanted to do something so much more than the actual film. Looking at the look, like watching so many interviews and reading what the director wanted to do with the film, it's very clear that she wanted to do something better than this. But this is this is a beautiful example of you can have a great intention, but your execution is where you fucked it up. Mm. Because it, this movie was made with very nice intentions. They were just talking about like, hey, don't sexualize kids. But in doing so, they, they sexualize kids. Yeah. There could have been so many other ways to not do it. Maybe like a documentary or something. But no. This is, this is, this is, the, off, this is the worst movie of 2020 for me. Because mm. I remember like streamers, right? Like they only managed to watch like the first 30 minutes of the movie. And then they just immediately turned off. The I watched it twice. Just to make sure that I knew what the hell was going on. Uh, I forced you... myself to sit through the movie twice. How did you even sit through it? I don't know. I was, on, I was honestly just kind of like, just skipping past the very raunchy scenes. Uh, uh, uh. Uh-uh. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, very uh, universal reaction across everyone. Ugh, uh, no. Cuties, worst, bad. Banish it. <laughs> Banish it to the nether realm. Mm-hmm. The nether realm with you. Yeah. All right. So those are our top three and bottom three movies of 2020. Now yeah. let's go on to the TV shows. Yes. Yes, indeed. 
All right. Um, I guess uh, number three. Top three or bottom three, dude? Uh, top three. Top three. Uh, All right, let's go. We're going to go with top three movies. I mean, TV shows. TV I mean, shows. TV I, shows. I didn't say movies. Nah, fuck it. Uh, this can also be like uh, shows which recently got a season in 2020 as well. Mm, yes, that's true. That could work mm-hmm. as well. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, just just to make sure that we're all on the same page here. That's all. Anyway. All right. um, number three, I think it would be... Um, hmm, the Boys Season 2. Ah, yes. The Boys Season 2. It, yeah, that, that season started in September 4th, right? Uh, September 4th, 2019. My birthday! 2020, dude. No, no, the first one, I think. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But the second season was September 4th, 2020. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Amazon got their budget. <laughs> no, it's not that Amazon got their budget. They already renewed it for a second season pretty quickly. Yeah, I know. So they could and jump straight then, into production. Then second season is just all blood. Hell. Yes. I wonder <laughs> how they shot it in the midst of like the pandemic and whatnot. I'm not sure. I think they finished shooting just as the pandemic kicked into gear. Probably. I think around like June. Hmm. All right. So, why is the boys your third choice? Mm, I guess because um, um, <laughs> I think mainly because of the blood and also um, like a lot of the good scenes. Like, there's like a lot of interesting scenes and all, and also with like um, one superhero trying to help up the boys with uh, taking down the corrupt co- uh, corrupt company known as Vaught. Mm. Super- okay. uh, especially with exposing them with like the superhero drug drug and all and also like there's like a little bit of a conspiracy behind the scenes as well not only mm-hmm. just between like the superhero company bot and all but also like who's actually pulling the strings and who's okay all right so from... it's, pretty good. it's a pretty good season overall and it's also got some really cool scenes as well oh yeah definitely and though there's like also like supposed to be supposed to be racist moment because the character stormbreaker right mm-hmm um the character stormbreaker in the boy season two um she is supposed to be uh a nazi car- she was raised in nazi germany that's why so yeah okay um uh, so there's a little bit of a, like a little bit of language you know mm, of course boys is an um, MET like, show I think. yeah i mean not, 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 not only just like that like like very bad language but also like a little bit or- racist language Racist language Ooh, okay. because of the because in order to portray the Stormbreaker character and all, all right, um, like, um, like how, um, Shine, uh, there's I think there was like a scene where like Stormbreaker called, um, this uh, super power, super power Chinese man with uh, like a little bit racist derogatory terms, which I'm not uh-huh. gonna say, okay, no problem, like, please don't, like, like, um, yellow something, something, ah, uh, okay, okay. Um, all right. Even, even there's even her like um, what's that? Um, like there was even like a flashback scene of Stormbreaker in like the sixties doing racial profiling. Mm-hmm. The character, I mean, for like the not. And ironically enough, the actor who portrayed Stormbreaker is actually Jew. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, what's that? Um, kind of like a what's that? What was that movie with Ta- Taika Waititi? Um, uh Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, it's like that. Jojo's Bizarre like, Revit. 
No, 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 no. Like Taika Waititi playing Jojo Joe Rabbit. Peter. Jojo Rabbit. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, the one with Taika yeah. playing. Uh, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that kind of scenario for like, the actor Stormbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that that's exactly why Taika play uh, like directing an entire film based on Nazism was very interesting to see because like a Jew say like telling the story, especially from how their race feels, it's it's a very interesting take to to see. Mm, yeah definitely all right so that was your third uh best like that that was your third best uh tv show for mine it would have to be season four of big mouth what's that it was released in december 2020 so i've heard of of big mouth but i've never seen it all right so big mouth is imagine south park but it's about puberty oh oh That's, that's the basic elevator pitch about it Okay. Imagine, imagine South Park. So, like, very similar humor to South Park. Very similar, like you know, the adult humor and, and stuff. But it's all about puberty and shit. So, season one, it was very like, um, okay. So, season one, they were talking about like ah, getting periods and ah, uh, um. So it's basically stuff South Park, but the characters are older. Kind slightly older. Oh, I'm sorry. What? So it's like South Park, but the characters are slightly older. No, they're, they're they're still kids, but it's just all about like you know them experiencing puberty. So like getting periods, you know, sex drives and whatever not. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So that so that was season one. Season two is about like shame, like you know religious shame of like oh you're, you know you, you're blossoming into a being with urges and shit. So of course you will feel some some level of shame. That's what season two is about. Season three, it's more about uh, like very mature subjects like sexual assault or uh, okay, or, yeah, very, very like it's it's told in a very humorous way, but they make sure that you understand. So this season, why sure. why was it why is why does it deserve a, a third place spot? It's one of my favorite seasons of the show because it covers a topic that we all deal with anxiety Mm. anxiety with friends with relationships with yourself and how do you solve it it had some of the best Mm. moments of like emotional storytelling that i've ever seen from this show especially because it hits so hard for me who suffers with anxiety on a regular basis that's pretty good actually yeah so that is my third choice let's go to your second choice hamza Hmm, my second choice. Um, this one is a tricky one, actually, because okay, okay. I'm not quite sure. Um, um, I guess my second choice would be the Animax 2020. Animax 2020. Yes. Oh, Animaniacs 2020. Okay. Animaniacs. That's what I said. Okay. Yes, Animaniacs. I have yet to finish watching it. I watched the first episode, and I and I absolutely love the humor. <laughs> It, and it kind of works well with like this uh, this type, this uh this point of view and all exactly not not only that it's also more of the kid well not really because again they wrote th- they wrote the show in 2019 and and they were very ballsy with like, <laughs> like yeah innuendos correct well again because they knew Animaniacs would be watched. It's it's both like a welcome return for the adults who grew up with Animaniacs as kids and also new kids enjoying Animaniacs. So most of the jokes are very like self-aware and would fly over kids' heads very easily. 
That's true. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like that for like early Cartoon Network TV shows and all, especially Nickelodeon as well. Very true. Very true. Very true. <laughs> I, I honestly think like the first scene of like them talking about of like. I think Steven Spielberg himself talking about like, hey, we brought them back from the de- we brought them back from the dead for a lot of money, and then Hulu being like this monopoly man looking character, because mm-hmm. Hulu is the yeah. And there's Hulu even is like, where there's on. even like them trying like a little bit of shade towards their like Warner Brothers and all. Yeah, towards Warner Brothers themselves because like again, uh, they they understand that they are reboots, so they will make fun of other reboots as well. There's a Wings Club reboot coming this year. Like Wait, this I'm January, sure it's not gonna be good. <laughs> Actually, no. I have high hopes for it. You know why? Because it's written uh, by the same guy who did uh, Wings Club. Okay, then. then I have then I have a bit of hope. Yeah, that's that's a little bit high hopes. Well, it's not like Riverdale where it's like where Archie, where the writers with Archie comics do have no say with uh the writers of Riverdale. This one, uh, it's this one. I feel like because the guy who wrote Wings Club back then is doing it for a newer, more darker generation. And pl- so I am relatively interested to see what happens. So it's kind of like, uh, what's it? Kind of like how they did with Titans, kind of thing, like the same or something. Titans. Ah. Uh, like the theme, I mean. The in theme. a way, in a way, in a way, just just re- just doing it, doing it live action for a more mature audience. I'm not sure how many swears it's gonna be. Whether they're just gonna put swears and like sex everywhere, but I'm not sure. I honestly want to review it when I finished watching it. Anyway, so that is going to be my third. Uh, so what's your second one again? Uh, mine is... And, and I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And yours so, was what? Okay, my second one is season one of Never Have I Ever. Wait, what? Never Have I Ever. It's a show which was just released July 2020. Um, it's on Netflix. And this is about... A girl, like you know, a teen girl who's Indian American, right? Okay. And she grows up in that environment, being Indian and also being American. Indians are very conservative, as you know, and Americans are very mm. liberal, as you know. <laughs> mm, so yeah, the entire I mean, gist of season one is, is like minorities suffer a lot in America, really. Correct, correct. And I think the January capital attacks can prove it very well. <sighs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes. Please. Um, but yeah, that is my second one because it's it's not in my opinion it's good for what it tries to be mm. i honestly feel like i could have switched big mouth and never have i ever but it's okay i'll stick with what i have it is what it is it is what it is <laughs> you must, no no you must do it with a little bit more emphasis it is what it is it is what it is do it like a little let's do it like a chance just setting. do a chance yes yes like a church setting room. Oh, even better. Say it louder, everybody. It is. It's just, just a gospel thing. Say it louder, everybody. Say it louder, everybody. Yeah. That is what it is. <laughs> say it with me now. Yes. Say it with me now, brothers and sisters. Or something. Say it now, brothers and sisters. All right. So with what it does, it's... Okay. Its protagonist is a bitch. Let's let's just get that out of the way. But okay, yeah, its protagonist is. Are, you, know, are you sure this is? Are you sure this is top three or worst three? <laughs> it's it's my top three because of the character <laughs> development in a way and 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 what it's trying to be. Okay. Um, it's not it's not as good as like number one. I'll say that there's like a huge gap as compared to the worst two where Cuties and Milan were very close second, very close behind. Um, 
But with this one, I really like it because one, it tries to it it does a very good job balancing out the culture, the Indian cultural aspects, with mm. you know the American storytelling in a way. And furthermore, um, they try to balance a lot of plot lines, and it works out very well. So the, the the whole gist of season one is in trying to overcome her grief, like the protagonist, because she lost her father a year ago. She's trying to distract herself with boys. She's boy crazy. Okay, so, so like your sister. In a way, yes, <laughs> but not necessarily because my father is not dead. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, she's not really boy. I say I, I want to say that she's not boy crazy, but then I remember she has a stand account for Lin Man fucking Miranda. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and the freaking Hamilton characters. <laughs> no, just Lin Manuel. Okay. <laughs> not necessarily Hamilton, but anyway, that yeah, that's Hamilton. It. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of wait, uh, uh, before you continue, sorry, um, speaking of Hamilton, you know how like um, do you have you heard of Dream SMP? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like the way that the the like they're kind of like a micro story arcs that their battles and all they have it has like a little bit of like inspiration from like hamilton as well you know oh really okay in a way uh hmm. probably because of will probably because of wilbur suit and tommy in it uh the both of them grew up on hamilton i'm guessing yeah probably mm-hmm. i mean they were mainly inspired by it, i guess so i guess that's the reason right, speaking of which i speaking of which small digression i really hate the last minecraft manhunt because of how easy it was to kill dream they Nerf just deleted the him with like potion spam. Come on, that was so Nerf anticlimactic. Nerf the potions, damn it! No, just delete the potions from from like the next man- manhunt or something. Otherwise, it would it, it would be so easy to win. For, unless, for unless, unless, Dream gives them a challenge, or like how to say, like a bigger challenge. You know, um, like like in one of his manhunts, he got like a looting tree, looting tree golden sword. Uh-huh. What if, what if he gets a similar sword like that, or on Winter Skeletons? That could be interesting as well, huh? On the, like as soon as like they're near him, right? He spawns a Wither at like the end portal and he jumps in. That'd be a, a good Wither. Idea, yes. Yikes! <laughs> That'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be yes, very true. But you know, they can just very easily run past the Wither and just jump in with him. No, no, not unless he like destroy, uh, like make the wither destroy him. Maybe I don't know. Like just like how say, like if he manages to reach the portal first, he can like block it off or something, and then make the wither, and then just like block, block mm-hmm. it and jump in. I don't know. That, that's Maybe. just an idea. That's just that's, an idea. In that's just a theory, a game theory. Just, fuck you. <laughs> ah. I mean, that's just an idea of mine. Ever since I saw like um. One stream clip from like Technoblade, right? Mm. Where he like un- unveils like a secret, like a secret base, right? And all of his balls is covered like tree stacks of like wither skulls, mm-hmm. tree stacks, mind you, tree stacks. All right, how many how many withers would that be? How many withers would that be? I wish I think that would just be like sixty four withers. Not yeah. even close. <laughs> even more like hundreds. That's worth like hundreds, I guess, in natural sand. Damn. Yeah. True. True. No. Six. So three stacks of wither skulls, as in, it's gonna you know, serve. It's gonna. It's gonna destroy the server. <laughs> maybe. No. Three stacks of sixty-four. Right. So sixty-four mm. times three divided by three, you'll have sixty-four withers. Mm, true. <laughs> Math. Two plus two is four. 
Mine is more like Pick Quick Max. Max. Yeah, there you go. Ah, uh, yes, old is teams. You... Uh, anyway, uh, moving on to your... What was your second place again? My second place was Never Have I Ever Season 1. Right, right. Uh, where were you? So, I let's go with your first one. What is your number one best favorite what is your number one best tv show of 2020 all right i'm gonna go with uh, like some uh, honorable mentions uh the umbra the umbrella academy season two. Ooh, i have not watched that but okay Keep uh going. historic materials ah uh, all right alex Ryder. there's an alex Ryder show yes based on the book do you know the book yeah the anthony horowitz books yeah of course i grew up on them yes 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 what? what no no i finally found someone who knows the book i have i've yet to read them but i've heard of them i kind of want to read them to be honest i've read his like uh i've read his book and graphic novel book actually nice all right um, i wonder if i can find them on because, my Kindle. maybe because i like i read it back in like primary school when i was mm-hmm. like a uh, book exchange thing oh that's cute <laughs> um anyways where was i um what other start? Uh, what other honorable mentions? Uh, Star Trek Picard. Hmm. Um. I guess Harley Quinn season two. Oh, okay, yeah, that too, that too. All right. Okay. And let's see. And my You're number, not... uh, my number one. I'm guessing it's Mandalorian. Yes, season two. There you go. It's Mandalorian season two. Let's talk about it. Why? Because it is the sequel that Star Wars deserves. <laughs> That's this... a lot of praise coming from someone who says the sequel trilogies are decent. Only the first movie. Only the first movie. Fair enough. I mean, there were some like decent. I mean, there were some decent scenes, right? Especially like if I mean, for like Rise of Skywalker, right? Ian Ian McDermott like stole the show as like Palpatine. Ah, this performance really. Mm-hmm. Especially with like how like a sweet old man could like like a sweet old man such as him right could like transition into the character of Palpatine, the devil himself, ah, yes, the devil yes. incarnate kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that's the only good thing I could say about like Rise of Skywalker, really. Mm. Like Rise of Skywalker, the, the only good thing about it is like Ewan McDermott is Palpatine. Okay, cool, cool. And, so anyway, back to Mandalorian, dude. <laughs> all right, Mandalorian season two. Um. It has a lot of like story-driven plots, like which, and especially with like cameos of characters from like the animated TV shows, like uh, Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and not only that, but also like, uh, what's that from like the original trilogy as well, um, and also with actors from the prequel trilogy as well, like Tamara Morrison, um, as uh, playing from like Jango Fett to Boba mm-hmm. Fett. Hmm. Okay. And and also the, the camera worked really well as well for like okay. for story plot ones as well because only that it's not not only that it's like how say like not only works but also like it transitions pretty well as well like it like increases the hype as mm. as it goes like okay. um as like from season one at the end of it I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of a spoiler put a spoiler warning right here uh um, I'm, I'm i'm not gonna do jack shit okay so let's okay so audience if you're listening okay for those who are listening uh skip forward 30 seconds i guess yeah okay i'm like um, um, and I your spoiler, spoiler warning, warning? No, you know what your spoiler warning starts in three two 
skip before you're done and spoiler. All right. Luke Skywalker coming in at the end, at the last episode, just coming in like, like he said, like he, like him just coming in, just like literally saved the entire Star Wars like that. And here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Mark Hamill, right? He tweeted out uh, on Twitter saying, "Has anyone seen in- anything interesting on TV?" <laughs> the man like just like tweeted that out at when the last uh, season two episode of Mandalorian just came out. Hmm. Okay. Like. Fuck. Yeah, really I can awesome. I, I can see from your face that like you know you really like that series, you really like that show. Mm-hmm. For for the audio for the audio listeners, um, you know he's just grinning at you, which is fucking cute. Fuck. <laughs> um, and and he's like he's like uh, compared to like the characters, right? Like the main cast of Mandalorian, right? Uh-huh. Um. Like he he's a, like he's the grandmaster Jedi, right? Yeah. And and the way he like uh like take takes on the situation right at hand was like very swift, very graceful. He, like the movement of is like he was like move. I'm sorry for like, people. I I I promise you thirty seconds, but fuck it, skipped like two minutes or something. Okay. <laughs> so, like, like I'm sorry. There's like I was saying, like you could. Like you could feel the original trilogy vibe from like the last few, like which the is last good, episode. which is good, right? With like, yeah, it, it's good, it's good. With also like the choreography of the prequels because mm. the way he moved, he was like Hayden or something, mm-hmm. like Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker, like it's like father and son kind of thing. Okay, that kind of like a, that kind of good parallel as well, especially with the hallway scene. Never mess with Skywalkers with, with never mess with Skywalkers when they're in a hallway. Yeah. All right. Um, first hallway being Darth Vader and the mm-hmm. Rebels, and uh, spoilers. Um, Luke Skywalker against the Dark Troopers, hmm. which are right. like dro- like very strong droids. All right. And it's it's a really like kind of like like a, a little bit of a bittersweet ending as well, so because. Uh, Mando's mission like came to an end kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a cheerful goodbye to his like son so to speak a surrogate mm-hmm. son okay yeah, you could see like a father and son kind of parallel kind of thing yes I see I see my father in you too Mr. Mufasa here he lives in you <laughs> Dude, why does this remind me of that like Big Bang Theory episode where like fucking what's his name? Uh oh shit. Never mind. One of the Big Bang characters. No, 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 not the uh what's uh wait what what's it was Shelberg or something? Uh Sheldon. Sheldon, Sheldon, right? Sheldon. Um, um what if I'm not wrong, right? Um there was a Big Bang Theory episode where like James Earl Jones, right? <laughs> Um, uh, where he met Sheldon, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was like leading him to this house, right? And he Sheldon was asking, "Whose house is Carrie Fisher?" <laughs> rings the doorbell, and then they just ran away. Carrie Fisher, <laughs> Carrie Fisher just opened up the door, opens up the door with a baseball bat. Ready? It's not funny, James. And why am I still laughing? <laughs> 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 
That's cute. That's very sweet of him. All right. So funny for enough, me, right? Hmm? funny enough, right? Carrie Fisher and um, James Earl Jones, right? They did not meet on set because James Earl Jones was like the voice of Darth Vader, mm. but he's not. But he's not the suit of Darth Vader. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So like because um, he's only he's only done the lines in like recording booths and all, and and on the set of Big Bang Theory. Uh, when Carrie Fisher sees James O'Donnell coming in, she's like, Dad! Son? <laughs> oh my god. Carrie Fisher is a girl. Woman. Oh, my bad. Alright. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, the rest in peace in two. Alright, so here's my... Okay, I, I, are you done, by the way? Alright, well, yeah, I'm done. What's your honorable <laughs> mention? Okay, my honorable mentions would have to be the two posters that you see behind me. Um, The Owl House Season 1, Amphibia Season 2, both of which are Disney shows. Uh, how what? Uh, for for those who are listening, um, DRG's posters are very blurry. Yeah, because I'm I'm shrouded in darkness. Uh, it's 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 the sun's setting right now as as we're recording this. You're the darkness. I am the darkness. Okay, and yeah, Hardy Quinn season two as well. Uh, his dark materials as well. That I would have to bring that up. Mandalorian. The, the Arrowverse shows, which uh, wrapped up like Ooh, yes. very late last year as well. Those are honorable mm. mentions as well. So, but for me, my number one absolute favorite TV show of 2020 would have to be Alice in Borderland Season 1. Ooh, I've seen the trailer, but um, my friend kept recommend My friend uh, like recommended me to watch it. Uh, that, uh, I'm not sure why, but I guess it, um, like, it's like, it's got that, like, how to say it? Um, okay, imagine Saw, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah imagine like a little bit of a Saw, vibes, or, yeah, saw vibes, yeah. a little bit of like Saw, Maze Runner kind of things. It is a very unique and saw, interesting concept, and a bit of the cube, like that. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Um, and more of like empty Tokyo settings, right? Correct, correct. Um, but let, let, let me talk to let me say about why I specifically love um, this show because considering the fact that I never watch uh, anything other than English or Tamil shows, this one despite despite <laughs> the fact that it's all in Japanese, you can really understand the like why Japanese filmmakers are excellent at what they do. Their cinematography is fucking beautiful. They have the best cinematography in the world. Like very nice shot composition. Like it it can be badass. It can be epic. But anyway. Just very nice shot composition, which I just had to pause at, at a few moments and just be like, damn, that's good. Um, the the cast, the characters are all likable. Even if you don't like them, they always find a way to humanize the characters in some way or not. They always find a way to humanize even the most unre- irredeemable characters ever. Like add some kind of tragic backstory to them. Add some kind of lay- layer to them, which is what is very interesting to me about it. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, it, it just screams quality. Everything about that show just screams quality from the acting to the oh, effort, to, to the I VFX. Almost, I almost forgot. Oh, sorry. Um, can I, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I almost forgot one more, one more honorable mention before I went to that. My first number one did. I don't want you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Transformers, Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, back to me gushing about Alice. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it also gets a few chuckles out of you at times, but. Most of the time, it's just very interesting. To, it's 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 just a fucking amazing show, man. Just I I can't recommend this enough. Go watch Alice in Borderland. 
go watch it. You will not really well. regret it. <laughs> and to be honest, this was the fastest that Netflix ever review, uh, ever re- renewed a show for a season two. Usually Netflix's time, like usually, usually with Netflix, they will renew a show after a month of seeing the ratings. But because of how mm-hmm. good it was, they renewed it two weeks. They renewed it two weeks after the first season aired. What's even better is the show came out in December 2020, so it still counts as part of the best shows of 2020. Nice, very nice. So yeah, that is my top three. Now let's go to the worst three. Um, I guess my worst three. I guess maybe number three would be like um, I wouldn't say it'll be worse, but it's decent. Yeah, but same. I'm just I'm just gonna put it there, just like. As a neutral ground kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What is um, it? Doctor Who uh, season twelve? Ooh, okay, okay. Um, probably because um, of the timeless child episode. Mm. Yeah, because I guess it didn't um like it didn't work well in the setting of Doctor Who, and kind of like throughout everything from the original source material of the classic uh. Of the classic TV show and all, and the, like early modern Doctor Who and stuff, mm-hmm. it just like the current uh show, sh- like direct uh, uh showrunner and writer of uh of the latest series of like uh, Doctor Who, right? With like the thirteenth Doctor, Jodie Whittaker, right? Um, the director is um if not wrong was uh Chris Kibnall. Mm-hmm. Was it? Did I spell his name? Did I pronounce his name? I think so. Uh, Chris sure. Kipnall. Yeah, Chris Kipnall. Chris Kipnall. Um, like he just, he just, um, like, like just threw Doctor Who into the ground, really. Mm. But there are, but though there's some good scenes and all with Doctor, with the latest episode of Doctor Who and all, like returning, with the return of uh, characters like John Scott Berman character as what's his name captain jack hartness mm. which and i'm pretty sure you know john scott barrowman as the dark arrow um malcolm Merlin. i think so malcolm Merlin from arrow ah okay okay he was also in legends of Tamar, but yeah um though there's some good scenes and all but uh story storytelling wise it didn't really work well and all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of like how Kid, uh, cannot just like just say like, just give like an F you to the fans and all. Yeah. Of Doctor. Although they were like like I said before, you had you had good scenes with like the Master returning and uh Captain Jack Harmis, but it's just that storytelling wise from Chidnot did not work well. Mm-hmm. He fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Okay. Moffat would. If Moffat was still uh, directing, he would not he have would let this happen. Slap him. Yes, he would not let this happen. Mm. Boy, what the fuck are you doing to my show? <sighs> yeah, you. Uh, it'll just be like, look how they massacred my boy. Look what they did to my boy. Look what they did to my boy. Yeah. All right. So, so is that anything else you want to add before I move on to mine? Uh, yeah, sure. Because I'm not sure I'm my second and first place, really. Alright, so my third worst was The Flash. Wait. Season 6 of The Flash. Season 6. 
Wait. And, okay, and and for oh, all your right, people, right, right. and for all yes. your people who want yes, to say yes, yes. that Flash was 2019, I'll have you know the second half of Flash season six was in 2020, so it still counts. <laughs> yes, it still counts. It still counts. Okay. Uh, but but since but since we want to go, if you want to go specifically, yeah, the second half was garbage. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with you. I can agree with you there. For wait, that's your third place. Third place. That's my third place. Okay, I was about to put that in my second place actually. Mm. Okay, it still has some redeemable moments, but I feel like this is the inflection point for the show right now. Mm. What do I mean by that inflection point? It's it means that right now they're not. Re- Right now, it's kind of moving from um, like a fun superhero show to another CW show. Oh, speaking of which, something else I want to bring up: the okay. Wings Club, the Wings Club remake is not being done by CW. Yay! Well, as long as uh, it's not CW or Netflix, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it is coming out of Netflix. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, anything the CW touches turns into a soap opera. Cause they want to milk that shit dry like a pair of fat mommy milkers, baby. Anyway, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Ex, you are excused. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, that it had a few endearing moments, but like ultimately, this is where they started to turn this in from like a superhero show to a regular CW show. What do I mean by that? Just a fucking soap opera. CW shows really know how to turn their shows from like a good concept into a soap opera. Exhibit A, Riverdale, Riverdale, because Riverdale was started as as, as like a decent romance slash mystery. It's a soap opera. What the fuck is going on now? It's I guess just a can, mindless I guess drama. That, I guess that would be said uh, the same for like Flash as well. I think exactly. From like, season, from like I think like the sec. The second half of season four, like that. In a and way, in a way. Then season five, it didn't really do well because Cicada two wasn't interesting. The first Cicada was interesting. Was was a good was like a good way to introduce. The Nora season was season five, right? Yes, Nora season okay. was season five. But Cicada, right? Um, when he first appeared in the first half, of like season five, right? Um, I guess you could say it's like very interesting. Like interesting, uh, it he was more interesting compared to Cicada two. Right? Mm. I guess, I mean, guess I guess the way they like wrote both characters, it just didn't plan out well. I guess. Yep. Yeah. And but then, but then came season six, right? Which mm-hmm. was before Crisis on uh, Infinite Earths, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before that event. And so they split it up into two into two like half seasons in a way. Yes. And I'm still I'm still bitchy about it. They should have done with the Flash, um, with Mary Allen doing the running on the treadmill instead of Earth 90 Flash, but yeah. Um, but the first half of season six, right? We're introduced a pretty a pretty interesting villain, a really terrifying villain. Six, uh, from here Blood, from here to fall, let's let, let's call the first half and second half as season six A and six B respectively. Yeah. Okay. Uh six, season six A, uh we're introduced the character Bloodwork. Bloodwork was one of the most interesting villains we've seen after I guess Avatar. Which mm-hmm. says a lot. Mm, yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I mean, Devo and Cicada. You guys are I mean, just not I mean, that interesting. I mean, Devo. I mean, Devo. Yeah, in the first half, he had like some earbuds on vibes, but then he just the way... turned. In, he just turned whiny. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he just turned whiny at the end. Like a man who, a man who claims to be smarter than any living being in the world. 
Yeah, like he he could have just used smartness, but then his weakness was just I need new body. His hubris. Yeah, yeah, that's just so predictable. That was his. That was his. That was his main main flaw. His hubris. Mm. Honestly, you you could have had a case of like, Eobard B. I think Reverse Flash has to be one of the oh. best Flash villains ever. Yes, yes, he was like one of the best for like. Um, Not only in the comics, in the TV show, they wrote yes. him so damn well. And, and I and I. Also, I came across this comment right about Eobardon, right? Like he's been planning from the very beginning because he knows the entire history of the Flash, right?、Mm. So one goes back in time, kill his mother. Two, he confesses. He confesses to the murder of Nora Allen in order to get his dad out of prison, on, in order for Zoom to kill his father.、Mm-hmm. You know, which prompts Mary Allen to create Flashpoint, correct? And thus, creating Savitar. Correct, and because of that, wait, 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 wait!、Uh, wait I'm sorry. Flashpoint created Flashpoint created Savitar. In a way. Uh, okay. In a way, lah, because after Barry fixed it, there's still like cracks at the time, which Eobard predicted both his past and present self predicted. Correct, correct, correct.、Um, and also the other Barry. Ah,、uh, yeah. Jay, that Jay or pre- something. Uh, wait, what? The Jay, Flash, you mean Jay, Jay Garrick. You mean Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick. Thank you. you. Just call him Bear, the other Barry. You just call Jay Garrick the other Barry. Shut up! No one heard that. No one heard that. I heard that. I will、Listeners、cut that heard, out in the edit. This no no fuck you. Listeners, <laughs> if you hear this, if you hear this, this is my last word before the the stuff. I mean, I mean, I mean, John Wesley shit did. Portray like Barry Allen. I'm、1992. sorry. I'm sorry. It's been a while since I watched anything Flash related. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway.、Um, anyway. So anyway, with Eobard's on, right?、Mm. Um. What was I saying? Uh. Like in in season four, right? Um.、Mm. He, uh. There was like a flashback scene to like um、uh, where he was like talking about of like opening up the what's that the particle accelerator, right?、Mm-hmm. Then he sees Cliff Clifford Devoe there, right?、Mm. Uh. And like and like the meet. At the meeting area, right, and he says, "Good luck to him." Not,、yeah. not as like, not not as like, "Good luck to his," uh, what Clifford Devoe's question was, but to him, becoming the thinker.、Mm. And then season five, right, and came Skater, right,、mm-hmm. he manipulated Nora, he manipulated Nora in order to like uh get rid of Skater's dagger that was strapped to his chest, which was nullifying his powers now. Thus.、Mm. Creating a reverse time hack, so it's like he's he's been planning from the very beginning, essentially. So I guess that's what makes Ibarthon both like、uh, what's his name Matt Lencher and Harrison Well, uh, uh, Tom Kavanagh.、Um, yeah. Uh, both of their portrayals of Ibarthon very memorable. Both Flash. Exactly. Both Flash season one to five, but also Legend of Tomorrow season two. Hmm. I honestly feel like. Kavna is much better at portraying Eobard than he is at doing But, all、yeah. the jokey Wells characters. I like I like his portrayal of like、uh, I like the like his like jokey characters of like Wells and all. But I mean, it it yeah, yeah, it just I mean, speaks、yes. to the man's acting range. That's all. That's true. And also, as much as I like his portrayal of Eobardon, like his portrayal as Eobardon reverse flash is amazing, right? But、mm-hmm. Matt Lancer's one is like more of like like a, a shadow of his pre of. It, like the present Eobardon, because、Correct. because the Tom Kavanagh Eobardon is more like future version of him. 
who knows uh-huh. everything and uh-huh. is like more wiser and more like calculated whereas mm. whereas Ledger the other is, yeah. Mad, Mad Ledger I feel like it's he's much more in the moment he's much more impulsive yes impulsive like how say um, crazed by rage no not, not not just rage but also like kind of like an insan- like insanity as well mm. like he's just like like I'll say, very unhinged compared to his like, uh, future self. Exactly, exactly. So that's... which, which is like a really good portrayal of like, I'll say, um, the the two sides of uh, Thorn. Like how like, like how much like changes has happened like, from like his past to pre- like future self and all. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And especially with like kind of like, it's kind of like similar to like how. In the Flash comics, right, there's two Earbathons. The first one who got who got killed, and the second one who uh, learned about his death. Ah, all right, okay. And um, it's kind of like, like you could see that, like it just like each character, has, each actor has like their own portrayal of Earbathon. But I prefer, I feel like Matt Lancers, right? Um, I feel like he Matt Lancers. Um, I feel like he should. I guess he should have like more screen time as the character himself, maybe in like Legends or something, because I feel like if given a chance, if to like come back, uh, like both him and Tom Cabinet as like two different reverse flashes meeting one another or something, yeah. like we could see like the different acting ranges from both actors. In a way, yeah. I wish that which could will happen. Be, which will be really interesting. CW, please do that. If not, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that that is my third worst TV show season this year. I think. Um, I'm sorry, Flash. I I, I still love the show, but considering the fact that like, it's kind of going on its downhill spiral it, as of now. It it went well until like season six a. It blood work. Yeah, yeah. Blood work was was the was a good villain in a while. Like yeah, we said before. Six, six B is just uh, they just they they kind of just delete that Iris. That's it. They, they just got rid. They just switched Iris out with someone with someone else. And, and I mean, that, it's, I guess, it's nice no, that. Not, uh, but not only sorry. that, right? But uh, I'm sorry. Um, sorry about that. Um, it's okay, it's okay. we're cutting each other off a lot. Welcome to the podcast. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess because of like, on how like they're introducing Mary Master as like the main villain, which is kind of a bit weird at the same time. Mm-hmm. But also, it's just not um. I guess it's like a little bit underwhelming after like blood work and crisis. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's all it, it, it's also nice to see like um in a way a different kind of like a, a different shade of acting for Candace as well because she's playing both Iris and also Nega Iris. Mirror so. Mirror yes. Iris. So yeah, that was is that Yeah, that was my sister. <laughs> no. No, you may not. Thank you. <laughs> I could see like a shadow in the background. <laughs> nah, she was just she she was just coming in, seeing like, hey, can I hey can I say hi? And I'm like, no. <laughs> right. Um. Anyway, back- I mean, although season C- 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 two B has these good moments, especially bring bringing back uh Kane Lawrence there as Kid Flash. Uh uh-huh. Like you could see like how much like how much wiser he's wiser and faster uh Kid that uh Kane Lawrence a trail of Kid Flash has gotten. True. I mean, you, you you guys wrote him out of like half the show, which is kind of a bull, like a little bit of bull. 
and, and then they, he comes back for one episode for, for the writers to be like, okay, cool. We got our Kid Flash fan service. Yeet! I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate the fan service, but they just they didn't write it that well. Really. That's why that that's why season six of The Flash was honestly I, not my favorite. Because I because the thing I was expecting a lot like for Crisis right for Barry's mm. part right mm-hmm. to be more emotional, especially mm. him supposed to be sacrificing himself and all right. Yeah, but his whole love conquers all bullshit. It's just getting old. Yeah. Come on, that I mean, that, that I mean, entire concept is overplayed I mean, at this point. I mean, if I mean if he did manage to like uh, what's that um, what's that um, sacrifice himself right. Like there, the speed force could just like preserve his presence, right? And Iris, Iris could be lightning rod. And in the meantime, uh, Kane's lost those kid fight, right? Could like have like a suit of his own like that, in honor of Barry Allen or something. Interesting. Yeah, that could be a thing as well. Because that's how like the Indian crisis with infinite works. Infinite Earths happen with like Barry Allen having uh, sacrificing himself to stop the anti Mars machine, mm-hmm. and also uh, Wally West taking on the mantle as the Flash. Mm-hmm. And Dan that will be the main character. Yeah. Oh, oh, also one more thing. Like, I think you're starting to notice the costume designs are also becoming very, very similar. Like from one, like from one to the other. Like season right. five to six, was there really that big of a change? It's it. It just feels like the iPhone like eleven to twelve. There's not big oh. of a change. It's just like ah, it's slightly redder or something. Yeah, I think it's because of the chin strap. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. All right. So let's go for our, our second worst. You want to go for first? Me? From me, uh, uh, second worst. Um, your third worst was Flash season six. Yep, season your three, second right? worst was Flash season six, right? Yeah, my second worst is also Flash season six. And I've right. already done my rant, so we're gonna move on. We're to just gonna move on worst. to my <laughs> all right. My second, second worst would have to be Sweet Home season one. What's that? Sweet Home is also a Korean show, which was uh, which debuted in December 2020. Um, this one I actually watched like the first episode yesterday. Uh, it I didn't like it. It was very boring. It, it it was very boring, very confusing. The graphics felt very um, like I kid you not. Like my first comment after seeing like the monster animations because the the show has monsters was. Well, they look like they're animated by someone at Carline, like someone at Leica or something. They just look very janky, and it feels very out of place in like a live action show. Oh, right. So that was what I felt was, um, you know, lacking. And to be honest, I like after the first episode, I gave up. But you know, my girlfriend who wanted to watch the show, she kept going. So right now, she is at episode two, and then she's like, I still don't get what's going on. And that's how you know your show. It says, fail- and that says a lot. That says a lot. Exactly. If she, know, if she doesn't know what's going on, even after watching it entirely. No, the second episode. She's at the second okay. episode. But even then, like you need for, for for a show to grab your attention, you need to understand exactly how to grab your audience's attention. Make mm-hmm. them care about the characters. Make the characters easy to understand and make them relatable. This lacks none of them. All of the characters are assholes. Oh dear. But it's 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 not it's not my number one worst because there is something way worse than this. What's that? I will tell you later. Let's go for our dishonorable mentions. You have anything? Um, dishonorable mentions. I'm not quite sure. Neither do I. <laughs> um, but 
this honorable mentions. Um, hmm. Not much, huh? I I mean maybe maybe I mean one more thing for like um for the top uh top three good TV shows maybe Tiger King. I don't know for honorable mentions. Ah, uh, Tiger King. Okay, okay. But I'm not sure what else really. Mm-hmm. Uh, for this honorable mentions. Um, not much. It's not, space, it's not at all. Uh, like Space Force. Um, oh, yeah. Space Force was garbage. Wait, Space Force was this year? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, Space Force was just boring, dude. It, considering the fact that it's came, it comes from the same writers as The Office, you would expect it to have the same kind of humor. But no. Some it, of the humor kind of just falls flat on its face. And, it, it's, and it, it was not very timed well. Yeah. Most of the jokes also, like, they, they are very boomer-zoomer humor. Uh-huh. Like, haha, different generation don't get things in this generation. Her, her, dumb or something. <laughs> so okay. that, that, that's what I call, that's what I call like generational humor. That like, haha, Boomer doesn't get Zoomer things or something. <laughs> so yeah. But anyway, the acting is decent at best, in my opinion. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's what I would say for, um, I think like this, I don't know, mentions. What is your number one worst? Number one worst. Um, that's the that's the tricky part, isn't it? Yeah. Would you like Would you like to take some time to think about it? You do it. Sure. My number one worst would have to be Thirteen Reasons Why season four. Oh, huh. That's this is the final season released June twenty twenty. I think I think my voice cracked a bit, but never mind. Um. Considering the fact that 13 Reasons Why has always been a train wreck since the second season onwards, and the first season was actually very good. But what happened with the, what happened with the fourth season? Um, I feel like they were trying to say a lot more, but it just felt very scattershot. It mm. felt very aimless. And they were trying to... They wanted to try and do something different, I'm guessing? Nope, they, it's not that they were trying to do something different. It was the case of like they were trying to make it so... You know, there is like this poignant thingy kind of thing. There are some good moments about 13 Reasons Why, like the last season and the show in general. There are some things that you can take away from it. But overall, uh, it kind of just... Didn't, but they didn't, like, the show, like the show writers didn't like listen to the original source material and all? No. I mean, to be honest, the first the first, uh, the first season was entirely based on source material. Season two to four, they worked off their own. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um. Furthermore, considering the fact that season four was like this supposed to be like it was the end of uh, of sorts, um, they made it so it's it's a little bit hard to watch, but in a way, like I explain you, there's 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 this one episode where the entire cast recreates a school shooting. Oh no! Yeah, but in but in doing that, they also you know there's also like they tried to do uh, like character developing moments in in, in a sorts. You want to know where other show does that, but better. Big Mouth season four because they because for that they they did a Halloween episode but in doing so they had to face their fears of growing up and like you know their character developments and so on and so forth that is how you do good character development like you know the face your fears kind of thing so like one of the so so one of the girls um so one of the characters from Big Mouth sorry going back to that show um she she was suffering with like you know her racial identity because she's black but she grew up in a mostly white society and she grew up with mostly white rules mm-hmm. so you know having her talk to her you know her very black uh, relatives and so on and so forth 
And it's also the first time which the show actually uses the N-bomb. <laughs> but said by a black person, no worries. <laughs> um, and that's also where the voice actor for the black girl changed from a white voice actress to a black voice actress because of the George Floyd protests. Like most of, a lot of voice, white voice actresses switched, right? Yeah, same goes for like Tommy Guy with like Stephen Brown. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we played, we played, Yeah, with Azers, yeah. Yeah, God, God damn, hope, hope he does a good job in it. Um, mm. But yeah. That's that's where she accepts who she is and like you know she's all of them she's she has she has a bit of her like her personality that she gained from her white self and her black self and so on and so forth and when the voice actress switched she's like she accepts who she is it's a case of that it's like a self acceptance thing that is how you do character development well like you know facing your own worst fears with this one the school shooting is very triggering to a lot of people but in doing so they try to cause like a huge uh, statement piece out of it. You try mm. to cause a huge statement piece out of it, and in doing so, you completely ruin it what charm it, you had out of this, out of the characters. And it didn't like spread the message well, I guess. Uh, no, they spread it well. Uh, as as I said, there's a lot of things to like about the show. There's a lot of things to like about that season, particularly. There was some things that were very good. Um, considering the fact that the show came out in the midst of the George Floyd protests, mm. and there there, there was a See. scene which which rang well with what was going on at the time. Mm. Uh, but then so on and so forth. It, I don't know, it just it just completely sucks the soul out of the original. And it just makes you, ve- it, it just makes you very depressed. It's, it, it's a very depressing, hard to watch show. And sometimes mm. it's fine to do that. But when you do it right, that's, that, that's the point. You can have a depressing show. Afterlife is one of them. But, you, but in doing so, you need to make sure your characters are at least likable. You need to make sure your writing is at least good. In doing, but with this one, ever since the entire show, they do nothing but say, "Hey, mental illness means you can do whatever the hell you want." Really they don't. True. They don't help you get help. There's nothing about getting help. There's nothing about, "Hey, this is good. This is bad." It romanticizes the concept of like mental illnesses. It just be like, "Ha ha, mental illness is great." Mm, it's like. It's like it's like a king thing, I guess. In a way, not as bad as three sixty five days, but like, yeah, this was this was, it's 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 also not good. And I'm just I'm glad that show is over now. It it it. I mean, to be honest, I watched it purely to see how awful it was. It was it 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 was okay, but considering the fact that like there's not a lot of bad TV shows, this would have to be it. So yeah, that is our top three bottom three movies and TV shows. Thank you everybody so much. Uh, and now um, let's talk about the current affairs. Wait, well, before that, I didn't say my. Oh name. yeah, shit! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, for me, I guess it will be too hot to handle. Oh my god! Wait, that was which, 2020. Yeah. Huh. Which I okay. guess, which, in the words of all variety shows that exist in the world, this was the worst. And, and uh, can I just say one of my favorite reality shows right now, Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Uh, all right then i'll just say for the korean one the best one is running in <laughs> ah okay okay anyway back for too hot to handle why is it the worst i, guess I completely the, forgot that was a thing i like how say i guess it's like what if like that touch my body challenge is like made to a variety show i guess that's one i guess that's one simple way to describe it yeah okay without losing brain cells <laughs> Nah, I kid you not. I honestly watched like the first episode. It was just like, ah, 
hot sexy people cannot sex that's the that's the whole that's the whole gist of the show yeah hot, that's sexy people crazy. will take part in sex games without sex and and we are supposed to find entertainment and them getting very horny hmm I mean, I mean, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. As a proud it's, it's by, like, it's as like a having... by man myself, I, I, I can agree that you know they're all good looking, but at the same time, that is not a good reality show concept. Bad. Yeah, it's like it's like having like porn stars, but it's like having porn stars, but not having that fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's one way to describe it. I'm not sure. Uh, I guess. I, I guess. I'm not sure how, is... how else I can describe it. That is a good way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's going to be it for our top three, bottom three. We'll be back next week for the games. But in the meantime, let's just jump into car current affairs. First of all, what do you want to talk about? The Carson thing? Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about the Carson thing. thing. All right. Yeah. I think for recommendations, we can skip it because, you know, we have like lots of recommendations here and what lots of anti-recommendations here. We did recommend like movies and TV shows, so. Mm, true. But in, ca- but in case, but in case it's just to jog your memory, uh, listeners, I'm sorry for boring you guys. Top three. Hamza, you want to go for your top three movies and TV shows? Just say it like in a row. Uh, movies. Uh, what was it again? Shit. <laughs> uh, uh, Birds of Prey, Tenet, and... Birds of Prey, Tenet. Wait. No, no. Tenet was my number one. Uh, Birds ah. of Prey, uh, The Devil All the Time, and... Devil, Tenet. And your TV shows? Uh, TV shows, it will be... Um, the Boy Season 2, Anime X 2020, and Mandalorian Season 2. Okay, my best movies and TV shows. These are these are my recommendations. So my my, my three best movies would have to be Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Tanet, and Prom. And for TV shows, it would have to be Big Mouth Season 4, Never Have Ever Season 1, Alice in Borderland Season 1. Mm-hmm. And now our worst ones were... Was, were? Uh, my worst one for movies, uh, let me think. Or was it um, Doolittle? Doolittle, okay. Uh, second one, I guess, would be The Invisible Man and Holly Date, I guess. I'm, yeah. I'm putting them on number two. Both of them. Okay. Uh, and number one would be Securities, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's my worst one. Top TV shows? Worst. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, top three worst movies. I know, and your TV shows as well. Dude. Uh, also, my... Um, movies. Uh, oh wait, t- not uh, top three worst movies. Uh, TV shows. Um, Doctor Who. Uh, Doctor Who season twelve. Um, mm-hmm. Flash season six B. Six B, which is the mm-hmm. second half. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, too hot. Oh, to too hot to handle. handle. Right. All right. Okay. For mine, I forgot what I said. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> For me, it would have to be The Flash Season 6B, Sweet Home Season 1, 13 Reasons Why Season 4. That's, that's the worst of my TV shows. And my, and my worst three movies would have to be... What was my third worst again? Wait, for what? Movies? Yeah, for movies. What did I say was my third worst? Uh... Three, oh, 365 Days, Mulan 2020, and Cuties. All right. So now let's talk about The Cowent Affairs. Uh, let's start with... Uh... The Carson Drama. All right, so for those of you who aren't keeping track, um, for the Carson drama, what happened was Carson, call me Carson, a uh, very popular Minecraft YouTuber slash streamer, he came out and admitted that he had exchanged nudes with a 17-year-old while he was 19 years old. 
Mm. Um, and it's it's unsure whether the seventeen year old was like a fan or something or something uh, or like you know someone he she actually met or someone uh, someone he actually met. But yeah, that mm. that is what is going on, and uh, a lot of people are condoning this behavior. Here's a hot take: that that is not something that you could. It's not really a condone thing. I mean, we in secondary school we've seen like like sex pause dating sex trees or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is it. It it is very okay for us to to see like a one or two year age gap. There is no such thing as like, um, like, like pedof- pedophilia is not that small of an age gap. Hmm. Because okay, let's let let's talk about this. This one I saw Charlie slash critical saying this um saying hmm. this example. Say you have two seven say say you have two seventeen year olds. All right, hmm. a few months of age gap, hmm. a few much difference. One yes. of them will turn eighteen. Does that mean that he is he is now a pedophile for dating his seventeen year old girlfriend when he's eighteen? No, exactly. So I like, mean, 19- I mean, that's the same. That that could be said the same because um, remember Zenon? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Zenon um from the Twitch. Um, Zenon. Zenon Gaming. Gaming yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to the boy. Yes, shout out him. Um, anyways, uh, he said he used to date this girl uh, who's like a year younger than him. Uh huh. So and it, I mean it didn't work well and all. So mm. and it's uh, also yeah. very common for like I think my like when I told my sister about this she was just like oh it's actually quite common for like fourteen year old girls to date like fifteen year old guys or no nineteen year old guys I kid you not the age difference will be that big for us welcome to Singapore because that because <laughs> that is <laughs> I just look for context to our listeners I'm just like. Shock! Look at the changes, but <laughs> yeah, he was. No, he, yep, he, he he was just blankly staring at me. But yeah, um, that is. Oh, no. Yeah, th- that is the case with us. So for for me personally, I'm very desensitized to it. But there's a lot of people on Twitter who's just up in their feelings about, um, oh, you don't understand that there is a power dynamic when it comes to like a YouTuber and fan. Not everyone is Onision though. Mm, that's true. Oh no! Why did you yeah, mention no, Onision? Yeah, not just because Onision did that with his relationships doesn't mean that Carson did that with his. You have no idea whether it was a fan relationship or like them actually meeting. But even then, that is how most relationships are with YouTubers these days. Here's an example. Uh, okay, Jack said the guy and his girlfriend they met online through you know mutual friends and so on and so forth mm. but they still managed to be together why not because of there's a fucking power dynamic if there was sean would be dominating the shit out of gab uh, evelyn but no there is something called an equal thing mm. because why because they, mm. they don't look at subs no one should look at subs or like followers when it counts when it comes to relationships um, yeah i mean when it comes to relationships i think right like youtubers and streamers and all but they should keep it to, to themselves and all. And like, I mean, it's like learning about ones like uh, like current and previous relationships and all. It's like I I feel like invading a privacy and all. In a way, yeah, kinda. Because like, I mean, if like people want to talk I mean, about their relationships, because, go yeah, for because, it. Because yeah, when it comes to relationships, like YouTubers and streamers, they want to keep it equal between uh, themselves and their partner, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They want to keep it equal. They, they don't care about the All they care about is like both their well-being and their partner's well-being. Yeah, and correct. They want, and they want to keep like whatever 
leverage as personal, especially with like their history of dating and all. Mm-hmm. Private, personal. That's it. Yeah, correct. And, and, and even and, should, and even more. And oh. they should do that more often as well. And and this girl just like calling uh, Carson a pedophilia, although she apologized about it mm-hmm. uh, by calling Carson a pedophilia when there was like a two age gap and all three year mm-hmm. age gap. Mm-hmm. It's like. Like and especially on Twitter, it can be taken way out of context, really. No, because as I, as I said before, Twitter is very sensitive, which is why my advice to everyone who's who thinks who you uses Twitter seriously is don't take anything on Twitter seriously. Because Twitter is basically like it's a cesspool of the best and worst of humanity. Yeah, either you breathe or you get canceled. Essentially, yeah. If she breathes, she's, she's a thought. All women are queens. <laughs> and then then there's you coming in oh, she breathes oh wait not you maybe not you it'll be Xanon maybe maybe <laughs> because his ex was like very like manipulative really okay yeah but let's not talk about that because yeah, he's not, not here not, yeah that's true let's, uh, let's not dive into that but um, anyway move on <laughs> wait 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 um, what was I supposed to say I wanted to say something else what was I about to say shit I wanted it's to okay. say something, um, something came uh, to mind it was like was it? Um, it was something. It was something about uh, this situation. Um, uh, okay, but anyway, it, going oh, right, back right, to this, uh, right. like, like okay, it's sure. like, uh, no, I remember. It's like kind of like, I'll say, like the hate on corpse husband or something. What did corpse husband do? No, no, he didn't do anything. It's like uh, it's like unnecessary hate like that from Twitter and all. Yeah, like but Twitter, like, what did he do? No, he he didn't do anything. They just. They only just like called him up for like just one old thing for like that he did. Oh, he said ago. he said a he said a lesbian slur while he was reading out something, wasn't he? Yeah, because he wanted to uh, clarify what it was because he ah. didn't know what, but he didn't know it was a slur, a derogatory slur mm-hmm, at the time. Mm-hmm. And there's and still there's still people canceling over it on Twitter, you know. And there's even people like saying like uh like his voice, right? Like saying that he shouldn't have that kind of voice or something, or like like they're like just trash talking about him essentially. So for really. those of you who are not paying attention to the video, I'm just face palming right now. Yeah, it's it's very stupid. The hate on the hate on court and all is like very unnecessary. Hamza, Hamza, people on Twitter are fucking degenerates. Yeah, they're just <laughs> really dumb. Really, they're just really no. Dumb. No, and and also considering the fact that my sister owns a SantaCon, I can very clear. I can, I'll, I'll I'll be very honest with this. People on Twitter, especially like, you know, in the current day and age, they are fucking snowflakes, right? And I and I don't mean that as like a oh, accept everyone, but in the case of like you like to try not to be offensive, you have to jump through so many hoops. Because right now there's like so many people like. I get it. All inclusive platform, whatever. But I don't know. It's just, it's just very dumb for like people to just get offended over the smallest things. That's all. It's like how's it? Like saying a lesbian slur accident. Like saying a lesbian slur while reading an, a user submitted thing. So are you saying oh. that every? So are you saying that every single person who read who did audiobooks for To Kill a Mockingbird are automatically racist? Because To Kill a Mockingbird had the N-word in it multiple times. Or, or are you saying Harper Lee, mm. a white author, is racist for writing the N-word in her books? Mm, yeah, no. That's true. And it's, it's like, not. yeah, I know, I know. I know what you mean. I know. And I, and I get your point. And I support that. And 
it's kind of like it's kind of like how because actors right who portray uh roles of like racist characters right um they're like very uncomfortable to say derogatory times i uh what was that one chadwick boseman movie with like uh him as a baseball character i have no idea um there's one there's one actor who was like uh like portraying a racist character right? he he once said in an interview that was like very uncomfortable that he needed like stop in between filming and like he needed to like okay yeah. like yeah he needed to take a deep breath like no because of course of course i understand that but then because go- it's like very uncomfortable like that mm. Yeah, so just because you read out a slow, like while you're reading a user-submitted story, does not mean that you automatically stand by whatever they say. Yeah. Um, cops had yeah. cops had no business apologizing, and people had no business being up in their feelings about him staying a, a lesbian slur from, again, a user-submitted story. Yeah. He and, didn't write that. And also, them trash-talking about his voice and condition and all is like, just uh-huh. very low. It's just low and all. And mm. it's and there's even part times where like was it um uh what's it called uh there there was an incident right on t- like this one guy I'm not sure he's like 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 an infamous singer like his band did not even do well and all um I forgot what's his name uh I like but, how the tone uh, of the John, podcast switch so switch so much between like us talking about our favorite shows to this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, I love are, this podcast. I mean, I we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna be talking about what happened this past week and all. Yeah, um, I love this John, podcast, man. John Roderick, right? Like, it's clear there's a good side and a bad side. The best bad side is meaning like cancel culture or mm. like people openly admitting to doing bad shit, like uh, John Roderick, right? Um, yeah, he openly admitted to like forcing his daughter, own daughter, right? He was like, what, six, nine years old, like that, mm-hmm. to open a can of beans, which took. Ah. It, took eight hours <laughs> and people were like really like what the fuck is wrong with me why would you do that to your own daughter better question why is this such a huge thing to talk about it's just the kind of beans <laughs> no no he's a thing he he like if like because he's a thing uh john roderick right he didn't feed his daughter at all he like wants her to there you go. Context is important, my guy. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I, I was about to explain it until you just started like interrupting, man. Okay, okay. Oh, so blame me for interrupting, huh? <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, anyway, it's just like Twitter is just like a. One basically, one of my point is, is like Twitter is just a very good place for really. it. Yeah, just, so honestly, that's. That's honestly one of my favorite things about Twitter and also my least favorite things about Twitter is the fact that you can find the absolute worst of humanity and it's up to you whether you want to laugh at it or you want to get up in your feelings about it. Mm. Or be snowflakes about it. Mm, exactly. So, yeah, that, that, that is, that's my thoughts on like the car, the car syndrome, basically. I have no problem with it. It's, mm, it's not, it's not necessarily really. pedophilia per se. And furthermore, there's like, no such thing as a power I mean, dynamic when it comes into a relationship. Yeah, it's like a two-year, two-year difference. I mean, that's okay. Like, like the sending nudes part, that, that's where a lot of people draw the line. But for me, I'm mm. like, eh, very gray area for me. It's, it's a, a very, very gray, gray area. area. I mean, it's, if it's, there's content, I mean, I guess it's okay. But there's uh-huh. still a gray area, really, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, it's... I mean, it's like, how say it? Like, they didn't reveal their age or anything and or lied about their age or something. Mm-hmm. Then that'll be a that'll be a little bit of a tricky situation, really. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Like for example, right, what if right, um, let's say right, 
this uh, let's let's take Carson for example. Let's take Car- Carson for example. Um, he meets he meets a girl who said uh, meets a girl online. Um, she says she's eight, she says she's eighteen, quote uh, eighteen, quote unquote. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they exchange notes, but then let's but then what then she lied about her age or something. Did she actually know? No, she did not. Right? That's not the facts. Uh, no, no, no. They, they. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just taking. I'm just uh, like, what like if? reference. I'm just like, what if, what if, like that. Um, but he, he knows that he knows her age, and it's like a two year difference. So that's. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, just, I, I honestly don't I'm, find a problem I'm just, with. I'm that. just thinking of like an alternative scenario. Like, what if he doesn't know about her age, and then, and she lied about her being eighteen, and yeah. then maybe, and what if she, she was like much younger at the time or something? Yeah. Which would. And which would be a little bit of a tricky situation because that would be both her fault for not telling about her age mm-hmm. and a little bit of, and Carson would take a small bit of the blame as well because he didn't know. Yeah, true. That's but, an alter- That's like an alternative scenario. Uh-huh. But in this case, look, both of them are they, above the age of consent in their states. 16 is the age of consent in America and is also the case with Singapore as well. 16 is the mm-hmm. age of consent. But minus is like... But friend, uh, what, no, no, not France. Um, Italy. It's very weird, though. They have age of consent is fourteen, which is weird. Uh, let's not talk about Italy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is like they were above the age of consent, so it's fine because first of all, consent is necessary for nudes, right? You you don't exchange mm. nudes by like forcing the girl, do you? No, 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 no. You gotta get the get to know them yeah, first yeah get to know them consent and like there's there's a sense of mutual trust between them both so where Especially the fuck does like, the power dynamic come into play like people keep there's talking no, there's about no, this there's no power, power dynamic abuse. there's no power dynamic it's like like it's basically like two teens just two teens at like their high school age or something yeah, and two like teens just, at high school age yeah and just like and trusting each other with their bodies and hearts because, and yes um and in, when like like they have built this like enough trust for them to like trust each other to show each other's bodies kind of yeah like no that, like people, and people I, I complaining that, that I know, like, oh, oh yeah go ahead people Sorry. complaining that like Carson abused his power as like a YouTuber quote unquote like to to get with this girl is like saying that like saying that if you date anyone right now you are abusing your power as a five hundred sub some five hundred plus sub YouTuber to get with this girl. No, I mean, subs you want, do not count in relationships. I mean, if you want an example of power abuse, I guess you could say you could say it would be Louis Caliber. Onision as well. Onision as well, and Louis Caliber. Ah, um, okay. Because if I'm not wrong, um, uh, I think we talked about this last time, so I'm not going to... think so, yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of examples. Like, if you want to look at Onision, that is power abuse. The Carson and this girl story, I don't think there's no power, power abuse. Thing. There's no power yeah. abuse. Thing. So people Even... on Twitter are just up in their feelings about nothing, basically. Twitter is just a very strange place, man. Mm-hmm. All right, and let's talk about speaking of something else that happened. Let's talk about the aftermath of the Capitol riots that happened this Thursday. Yesterday, it was yesterday. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Thursday. All right, all right, Thursday. It's it Thursday. Saturday. It's Saturday evening, my guy. Right, it was Thursday. It was Thursday at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're uh, for, for for most of you who don't know, we record this on Saturday and then the episode goes on Monday. So anyway, 
So yeah, anyway, continue with the Capitol buildings rioting. I kid you right. not, when I opened up Twitter and I just kept scrolling through that timeline of like, you know, all that violence, my immediate first thing was to just put my phone down and just complain to my girlfriend, help me, Twitter's scary. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, but like, honestly, Twitter was any, uh, honestly just, it's, it's eh, just got Vietnam flashbacks from the George Floyd protests, in my opinion. And here's the thing, though. Here's 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 the thing. Um, it's just like, 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 deep. Here's the thing. Um, oh my god, I'm just fuck. Okay, take uh, a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Okay. There's 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 just really a lot of stupidity in this. Like, here's the thing. When it came, when it came to the black lives of uh, black like black lives black. The George Floyd protests, yes. George Floyd protests, Black Lives Matter protests, and all. The new, the news, news outlets like Fox News or something, they label them as riots, right? Yeah, but this one, it's just they. No, no, they, they also they label, label them as rioters. Yeah, for what, the Black Lives or no, 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 the Capitol building one. Okay, okay, good. Um, because this thing though, like, like it, like idiots. There's like idiots who like um like, like say it's the opposite. Who says like the opposite? Where like Black Lives Matter is rioters and um uh, uh the uh the capital incident is like protesters when it's like just completely wrong. No, it's just it's just wrong. Really, it's- people like to compare the Black Lives Matter protests to this. Yeah, they and- are not comparable. Yeah, they're not comparable at all, and it's just like out of question really because of like one like. Black Lives Matter is fighting for a co- for a cause that they for it's like fighting for like their rights. Their yeah, rights. They're, fi- they're fighting now. for equal rights. What the fuck are the capital people fighting for? They're fighting for Donald J. Trump, who just tweeted out who just tweeted out something to incite them to No, it's like, it's it's literally just to buy them time so Biden is not sworn in as president. Yeah. But at the end after 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 the riots, a lot of people wanted to kick Trump out by force and that's when Trump finally conceded. That's when he finally like, conceded and now like, Joe Biden is going to take I over mean, like, Gen 20. I mean, here's the thing because and because of like Donald Trump uh Donald Trump just like uh like how say like inciting his like supporters to like um just do whatever they can to like stop the transition of power and all mm-hmm. uh by like uh rioting in the capital and all attacking the capital rushing to it mm-hmm. um like it's just like it's just really stupid and it's just I'll say um and because of that right Twitter and all they like deleted his uh, they like they suspended his account actually right yeah, now. They, yeah, they suspended his account and deleted his tweets. I think. No, uh, it's just suspended. Actually, wait, no, yeah, they they also deleted like all yeah. the tweets that were mentioned in the like because in in the capital rights because they violated like um yeah TOS like spreading misinformation all about spreading misinformation, glorifying violence, etc., etc., etc. And I think because of that, right, many of the Republicans lost like all their respect for Trump. I guess and many yeah, no Republicans. Shit. Like they lost all form of respect, really. Even and, yeah, even even Pence, even Mike Pence, Donald even, Trump's yeah, right hand man, who supported him through and now from the entire election from twenty sixteen until now, like lost all he, respect and and just like all right, you know what? Fuck it, 
fuck you, Trump. I'm just going to do this transition. If you're going to be an old ass all about it, then go to hell. That's why, that's basically what my fans did. Honestly, yeah, that's it. Now, now here's the thing. People compare, like, people think, like, the Capitol building was, like, you know, like, was very bad in something. But no, this is what happens when you, when you raised your country on the laws of white supremacy. Mm. Furthermore, here's the thing. The police in the George Floyd protest, if you want to look at the footage again, go for they, it. They, it's they triggering. Used, they use tear gas. Rubber they use tear bullets. gas, rubber bullets, she, riot shields. Where the hell are they now? Fucking Paul Blart on this fucking thing. <laughs> no, where the hell are they now? White people come in with guns. Guns! Where's the riot shields? Where's the tear gas? Because here's Where's the, thing. the lamb sauce? <laughs> here's the thing. Because here's the thing. There's no freedom in America. There's only oppression. There's only oppression. There's no freedom. There's no There democracy. has not been that for four years in Trump's term. That's exactly. the thing. Exactly. Even before Trump's term, really. Like, what up? No, no, actually, no. Don't, don't, don't you dare say that. Obama actually... No, no, not Obama. No, not Obama. Obama helped at least. Obama helped at least. Like, how say? Like, long before that. Like, how say? With, like, George W. Bush or something. Uh-huh. Like, with the handling of, like, the 19... 19- 9-11 incident and all. Ooh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And that's what I'm about to say. Obama did he did well in his term, especially if it was Obamacare and all. And one mm-hmm. thing to, like, 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 how to say, like, for his fellow Americans, regardless of race and color and all. And that's exactly why uh, Biden is, is a very good choice for the next president. Because he's following the examples of his predecessor. Correct. He, whereas you know, Bi- he uh, was he Trump, was VP. He was VP for Obama, so of course yeah. he learned a lot of shit from him. Yeah. Whereas Trump, he's just being a baby. There was, <laughs> there was even there was this even silly animation I found on Discord, right? This Discord server I was on, uh-huh. where like Biden was like heading to the White House with like a few of like uh, uh, Secret Service like with him, and then Trump is like uh, uh, going as far, and then there's like. Trump like being expressed as like a baby, like they're trying to like run away, you know. Mm. And then at the end of the video, it was just like him like holding up a sign, I won the election. And he's like very sad face, sad baby face kind of thing. Which yeah. is very <laughs> which is like very like accurate with what he's with how he's handling it right now. Yeah, yeah. Even so... after two, even after two months he didn't like after two months he finally conceded he finally conceded, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm peaceful transition my ass he fucking no he's no but there is gonna be a peaceful transition jan 20th biden's gonna be sworn in yeah i know but then by then by then right um, by then by then <laughs> funds <laughs> oh goodness that was an unintentional pun mind you fuck you <laughs> um um uh but once that happens right once that uh, peaceful transition happens right Trump is going to be impeached and arrested because he just uh, like violated the 25th Amendment. He actually got ar- He's going to get arrested? He's going to be impeached and, and arrested because he violated like one of the amendments. That's why, that's, why he, that's why he conceded. He saw no other way but to concede. Like he's just a fucking idiot really. I mean, well, thankfully he's going to be gone in like 11 or 12 days. And he's gonna be like uh, in prison with uh, what's his name? He's gonna be like he's gonna be in prison. He's gonna be in prison just like uh, what? What was the former M- Malaysian prime minister? Najib. 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 Oh, 
he's gonna be like he's gonna be arrested like Najib. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Honestly, the the, the one thing that I want to say to if if any of my if any of our listeners are American, I doubt it, but I hope. But you know, let's just say it anyway. I can imagine how exhausting it must be for you guys to have and to very embarrassing, that. really. Exactly. Yeah, it was exhausting for it was exhausting for me to just read through all the examples of violence that happened in like you know last week, and I, and neither of us are even from the country. We're just watching from an outside view. Mm. Like just so many people, just we're like just, we're just talking. watching as we're just watching as America went from a first world country to become a third world country. Yeah, land at the free my ass. But yeah, um, I don't know. I I just I just hope everyone's safe there, right? Hopefully, because if I'm not wrong, um, four people died and like fifty six were arrested. Uh huh. Yeah, as as compared to how many people got arrested in the George Floyd protests? Hundreds. We're talking the hundreds, boys. Oh, even better. None of them wore masks. None <laughs> of them wore masks. They'll die by COVID. Uh whatever anyway that's that's gonna be with, with that somber note um that's gonna be it for this episode of the hd podcast i i feel like we've been uh just looking through the time like when we started recording i see that we've been recording since um 5 p.m it's 7 plus and i have no idea how long this is gonna be until i actually start editing it um it i'm may, sorry it may be two hours but then considering how long it took you in the bathroom i'm not sure <laughs> yeah that too but I I honestly just hope that um everyone just stays safe. Uh has a has a great new year considering you know despite all that Hopefully. happened. Hopefully. Yeah. Considering all that happened. Hey, for Singapore, Disney Plus is coming in like a month, so we have that to look forward to, I guess. <laughs> true, true. Um but otherwise, yeah, stay safe. And I'm sorry about the length of this uh podcast. We just had a lot to talk about. Next week will be long as well, I feel. Um maybe. Next episode will be quite long as well. But yeah, we just had a lot to talk about. And yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. And if you like, welcome back to the podcast. And we hope you guys stay with us for another year. It's honestly really just fun. It's honestly really fun to do this podcast with you, Hamza. And um, you know, I'm very proud of how far we've come. Like both you and I. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's to a here's to another year of the of the podcast and here's to another year of shenanigans, whatever we do. So raise a glass to, to, to raise a glass to freedom. Something to we'll never... yeah. <laughs> we I like how we both just took a sip of water. Is that all right? Um so yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you everybody so much for listening. And if you'd like to get in contact yeah. with the things we said during the course of this episode, we can be found on our link trees. Uh social media yes, on link trees. On our link trees as well. Uh just yes. look up decade fifteen on link tree as well. And I'm at and... D3DG on everything. Yeah, buddy. All right, and of course, um, video highlights. Now that Hamza's editing it, they they will be they will be less in volume but better quality. Because I saw because I saw the highlights that you did for the last uh, podcast, they were better in quality, but also you know better than anything I could do. So yeah, good job. Yeah, so it's, was so it instead really? of it, yeah, good job actually. So instead of so, so, so instead of me like you know putting like giving you like eight to ten videos in your homepage, Hamza's gonna give you them slowly over the course of the next week or so. Mm. So. The audio versions on Monday, and all and video highlights, I guess, will be coming up uh, next you know, later. No, later throughout the week. Mm. Just one by, just slowly later throughout the week. I I I was thinking I like, like that. I was, I I was like thinking, that upload style. 
I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking like either once a day or three times a day. Three times a day? Are you kidding me? No, no, like um, like how I did like for the last highlights, right? I uploaded it on like Thursday and Friday, three days on that one for Thursday and three day, like three or two days for Thursday and three or two days for like Friday, right? And yeah. they have like, they're like a time interval in, this, in between as well. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically we'll ju- you, you get your highlights whenever Hamza edits them. <laughs> You. <laughs> you get your highlights when Hamza edits them. So if you, so if you want to scream at Hamza to edit faster, uh, Twitter. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But anyway, thank you everybody so much for listening. Say uh, the word. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Ditto. Nintendo. Nintendo. I'm going to say the N word. Nintendo 64. Anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, Till next time, I'm Diraj. And I'm Hamza. Peace out. Subscribe. Subscribe.